Hello everyone and welcome to the MoPod, brought to you by MoDate, where we discuss everything Mo, from modern orthodoxy to my opinions and more. I'm your host Evan Harris and we have a great guest for you today. Let's get to it. Today we're sitting down with Shimshon Sam Lashinsky. How are you Shimshon? I'm really great. It's been a hot day in Jerusalem today and I haven't had a really good meal. So after this I'm going to go looking for dinner. So you could be in a good time. Okay, that's great. And so... For our listeners that don't know who you are, can you just describe your background, what you do, okay. and what okay. makes you who you are? Okay. Um, I'm originally from Australia, but I've been living in Israel for about 26 years, or even a bit longer. And just in the last two or three years, I've started writing food reviews, and it's got out of control now. I, I estimate there's about 200,000 people reading me. I write in 10 different groups. I've got a, there's a fan club, the Shimshon uh, Lichinsky fan club with 2,000 members. I've got a t-shirt, got a YouTube channel, and I'm every day I'm meeting people wherever I go, and they talk to me about food and where I should go. So it's just a, an adventure. It's a, and of course, I do it as a volunteer. I have a real job. This is my adventure of food reviewing. So how did you, how did you get into that? How did you start becoming a food okay. reviewer? Okay, I always liked photography and I liked food. Um, so I used to go with my best friend, Betsy, for, for meals in restaurants. But during COVID, he was a bit scared to go out. So I was just sending him on WhatsApp pictures and a short review, and he was giving me the thumbs up. And that wasn't really satisfying, so I started to put it on Facebook. And suddenly I'm getting hundreds of likes, hundreds of comments. People are very involved. And uh, they, they like it. I do a lot of jokes and stories. So people were very excited by the whole thing. And it just kind of snowballed. I was just in London now. In the street, people meet me and say, Hi, you're Shimshon. Wherever I go, I've been to Dubai. I do a lot of travel. And wherever I go, there's people interested in, in kosher and food, and Jewish food. So I'm always, it's a, it's a big topic. Jewish people like to eat. Yeah, for sure. And so what is your, what is your actual job? Uh, I work in uh, transportation in Jerusalem. In, uh, my, my background is law economics. So I'm in administration. But um, and the main advantage of my job is that I'm, the office where I work is situated right next to the Jerusalem market. And so that means within a radius of about a 10-minute walk, I've got access to 100 different restaurants, cafes, food places. And as you know, um, have you actually been to Jerusalem yourself or not? Yeah, 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 for sure. Of course, many so times. The, the market there, which is called the Shuk, is always full of fresh food, interesting options. So I'm in the middle of the action. You know, it just I'm the right person at the right time, at the right place. Okay, great. And so just to set the scene for this for this episode, so... In the past, we had Elon Kornblum on the podcast, and I am a member of the Great Kosher Restaurant Foodies Facebook group, as are, I think, over 65,000 members well, in that group. Even higher. And, he's on, he's on 85,000. And what I would oh, like okay. next time, if you can somehow do, that would be really fantastic. Me, you, and him talking. That would be amazing. That would be the tops. Yeah, three-way podcast would be great. And yeah. so one of... My close friends, uh, Jason Lazarus, it is his birthday on July 2nd. And okay. so this podcast will be coming out a, a few days after that. And okay, happy so birthday. He, it, okay. Happy so birthday. He is your your biggest fan, I would say. And wow. he is always sharing the posts with with us and just the the comedy there. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to have you on the podcast in, in celebration of his birthday and just to share your story. So that's so, so nice. Where does he live? Where does he, where, 
He lives in New York. Well, and what's his name again? Jason Lazarus. Jason, keep up the good work and keep uh, keep keep going on, enjoying life. And I appreciate okay. all your support. Okay, that's great. And so, for all those who have never read your content, they might be wondering why are Shimshon's posts so popular? How did you how did you get to be who you are? So I'm just going to read some of your some of the, the the captions that you've given some of your posts. Okay, just to okay. just to set the scene a little. Sounds fun. So, when you bought Chala recently, right? Yeah, you you bought Chala. I, I think it might have been from the Shook, and you started off the post with, "Quote: Has the world gone crazy? My Chala is too big and too soft. What are you looking for in your Chala?" Okay. So, and here's another one, right? "Quote: Where's the cheese? Can you please help me find the cheese on my pizza?" La Piedra is considered one of the best boutique pizzas in Jerusalem. The pizza is delicious, but please, more cheese. Yeah. So it seems like you really, you know, you hit the point right away on, on sometimes it's a negative point, sometimes it's a positive point, and then you kind of go on with the rest of your review, and it, even if you say, like, where's the cheese, sometimes you still like the place, right? So how did you start kind of writing these very lengthy reviews and... When you go to a restaurant, are the people there worried to see you or are they excited to see you? Because sometimes you really can be can be negative about, about their food. Well, um, there, there is a bit of caution there. Often they want to butter me up, but I, I have a principle that I always pay for everything because they want to give me free samples. They want me to try a new dish. They want to give me dessert. But even if they give me something, I always add that to my bill so that I can be objective. But um, most of the people are quite friendly. They like to sit with me. I was just now in London for 10 days. I went to 10 different kosher restaurants, even more, and they recognized me. They talked to me. They were interested in, in me, but they're also a bit cautious as well because uh, I, I try to see the positive things. So in a nutshell, uh, some of them, uh, uh, most of them are friendly and they, they try to be uh, uh, explain to me their life story. I always like the personal side, but there was one lady two weeks ago in a certain restaurant, which I won't say which one. Um, she was hostile and she said to me, she's not going to be photographed. He's not going to cooperate and basically just eat the food and go, you know. And then I didn't really, actually her food was decent. She didn't have any reason to worry. Her falafel was del delicious. Her hummus was delicious. But I, I don't want to, I'm not going there. I want to go to places where I feel good and I want to be, I want to feel excited about what I'm doing. So I just left her there. I didn't write a review about her. Okay. And so that's, yeah, I mean, that's definitely interesting. I'm definitely not in expecting a, that. In a nutshell, it's an adventure every time. Every day, whenever I just walk around or I go to a restaurant or whatever, I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know, there's somebody in the restaurant who could come up to me. I was sitting in a cafe yesterday and one, one woman came up to me and it, she said, you're wanting too many personal details about you. It doesn't make sense. You're opening up too much, you know? And it was, this is completely unsolicited. I've never seen it before in my life. So everyone's, we, we're Jews and we all have opinions. So everyone likes to give their opinion. I'm just one of those as well. And, um, but I try always to be honest and fair. And I try to write, if I can, like they have in Hebrew, the expression, I to see things with a good, good eye and to see things in the positive way. So I try to do that. And, um, you know, I try to see the positive. I'll give you an example. I was just in London at the Rubens restaurant, which was quite famous, and I ordered strudel, strudel, apple strudel with vanilla ice cream, and it came with chocolate ice cream. So I, I, I told them I liked vanilla, so they changed it. But I did write that in my review that I didn't get what I wanted, you know. So people know that they are making little mistakes here and there. But I did conclude that it's 
still highly recommended to go there delicious food okay yeah no definitely i mean i think that you definitely give very comprehensive and honest reviews and i think people like to see the whole picture right like even if a restaurant is good they could they could be making a mistake and so i'm wondering you know you mentioned that this is volunteer you're you're paying for all your food that's and so what motivates you to keep to keep doing this okay um it's a combination of things first of all i have a passion for food i love food and uh Secondly, uh, it's become an exciting, exciting adventure. I'm meeting people, hearing stories. I have even my own T-shirt. I've got, I've done a podcast. It's just all the time. New thing. I've got this fan club. It's just, uh, it's basically encouragement for people. When people give me likes and they give me good comments, it, it keeps me going and it motivates me to do more. And um, so, uh, basically, it's the way people are encouraging me. Of course, there's always some people who are complaining. This snide remarks too, but generally. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm on a wave at the moment. I don't know how it's gonna, long it's going to last. I've been doing this for two years. But uh, it's just, I'm, I'm on a high from this. It's just, maybe I'm even a bit addicted uh, to all the action, the excitement, adrenaline. I think even you here, you're also here partly for the adrenaline, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely yeah. adrenaline to it, checking out how many listens you get on a podcast, how many people sign up for anything you're doing. So, so definitely, there's definitely something to it. Before we get back to the episode, here's a word from our sponsors. The Mopod is sponsored by OKClarity.com. OKClarity.com is the place for any Jew, no matter how from or religious you are, to find a top-notch therapist, psychiatrist, coach, or nutritionist. And it's completely free for you to use. OKClarity.com's professionals are vetted and have extensive experience working with the Jewish community. If you're in the market for a therapist, coach, nutritionist, psychiatrist, or the like, you want to check them out. If you don't find what you're looking for, They have a concierge service where you complete a short form and they will personally match you. If you are a wellness professional, I highly recommend joining their directory. Their team is amazing and professionals receive referrals effortlessly. Okay, Clarity also has an amazing WhatsApp status with over 8K obsessed followers. And yes, I am one of them. Their WhatsApp is a free way to improve your mental health and they post great humor. So you'll laugh too. If you have WhatsApp, shoot them a message at 917-426-1495. Again, that's 917-426-1495. We'll put the links to their website and WhatsApp in the show notes so make sure to smash those links you won't regret it yeah so we want some sort of recognition we're all looking we all have like a, what it's called 15 minutes of fame or something and and it's fun and I, I try to also compliment people i try to make other people if i can help them publicize good new restaurants i try to do that as well so i'm doing a lot of things to help people as well you know so it's entertainment and there's also some mitzvahs involved in helping people as well especially new restaurant owners who are taking big risks yeah, for sure. And so you're posting only on Facebook, or is, are there other places where other groups that you put? Um, uh, there's a, a, a guy called Daniel Rosehill, and he's done a lot of uh, YouTube videos with me. So there's about 40 or 50 videos, uh, mainly about food, but also one about the interesting quirky building called the Kalala Building in Jerusalem. So I've done a few strange buildings walking through them as well. Um, and I've interviewed people in the street. I've done a lot of things on YouTube as well. And it's, it's gone quite well, you know. And one guy, I did a tour of this a building, which is a strange building called the Cloud Building. And one guy said he doesn't know if it's a a, a tour or a comedy show. So it's not a bit both, you know. The idea is to make people laugh. If we can make people laugh or feel a bit happier, that's good. Yeah, I think you're definitely accomplishing that. So that's great. And Thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. For sure. And so as I was doing research for this podcast, 
I saw that you actually have an, an IMDB page for Shimshon Eats Jerusalem. And uh, yeah. so I, I wanted to know what, what was that? Is that something that's still going on? Um, there's so much going on. I have I'm not able to keep track of it all, but there's a guy called Daniel Rosehill. Um, he's a, a guy from Ireland. He loves high tech. He loves all this kind of, uh, photography. He opened a lot of things. So, um, it's possible it's still going on. The fan club is definitely going on. I've got about 2000 members there and we've got the, um, We've got YouTube, we've got all sorts of things. We've got the T-shirt. So there's all sorts of things going on in different directions. There's, there's also articles about me on the internet. So it's all it's all having different things. But I'll just give you one one example of my exciting life. I think only Elon Kornblum has got more exciting than me, I think. Um, uh, two weeks ago on Shabbat, I was in Golders Green, which is a Jewish neighborhood in, in, in um, London. And I was just walking in the street and someone said to me, you've got to come into this kiddish uh, it's a huge kiddish, and uh, I went in there. There's a hundred guys with strivals on, right? And um, I don't know who they are. I've never been there before. They, had, they were having a celebration for the son, the grandson was being called up. And this guy there says, Shimshan, you, you made it to Latin. You must try the Schmaltzeri. So he recognizes me from Facebook. And so it's like a, it's just like breaking, breaking the ice, meeting people. And they, they know all my stories. They know about my daughter getting married, my second daughter getting engaged. They know all my stories. People, like some people follow in this kind of a, a um, uh, the kosher Kardashians, you know. That's so you, you just mentioned you have some simplas in your family. So mild on on that. And I'm wondering when you're walking around, you know, with your family or whoever it is and you're getting recognized, what, what is that like for them? Like, how does, how do they, how do they feel about that? Uh, they're not, the family's not really happy about it, but they get it also, um, Everything goes on a lot of it's on WhatsApp as well. You mentioned that some people share my posts with you, or do you also send it on WhatsApp, or how do you send it to people? Or you mentioned that something. Yeah, on yeah, WhatsApp. Okay, so that's a lot of that's happening. I was in um, the Chabad in uh, Budapest, and I just came into the show, and the guy said, um, "We pass it around on WhatsApp your your posts." And then I was in the show in London, and the same thing. So it's it's all going in different directions. But my family, personally, um, they're not too excited about the whole thing. In fact, they want me. They would prefer to have more of me and uh, less of the Facebook world. But they, I think, some of them can enjoy it as well, my kids, you know. But uh, it's it's funny. It's a bit of an adventure. But they're not too excited about it. I think I try to keep a family away. I don't never show pictures of family. I even put little. Mm. When I, I had a grandson, I don't know if you saw that one. I put a little black black mark over his eyes. I don't know if you saw that one. And um, mm. I try to keep some privacy, but I also I've got some interesting stories I have to share. That so it's a balance. Okay. And so, what would you say is the most interesting story that's happened from this whole thing? You know, whether it's a uh, someone uh, coming up to you and and telling you you must try it, like you said about the Schmaltz herring, or anything uh, along those lines. Uh, okay. So all the time, um, there's little adventures and. And uh, there's people discussing things. And then there's people saying, why did you mention my name in the review? I'm also part of it. So um, I'm trying to think. I've got so many, many stories. But um, uh, I'll just give you one. I was in London on, on Friday night. We were sitting at a Shabbat table um, with about 20 people. And one guy says, um, he is a lone soldier in Israel. And he, my nephew is also a lone soldier. And they're roommates. And he says, we follow all of you. We pass it on the on, um on, on WhatsApp and 
So it's basically connecting straight away. I'm connecting to people wherever I go, and they know my stories or whatever. And uh, you know, like I was in Austria, that guy said Mazeltov about your daughter getting married. Mazeltov about the and then people followed me with the, the stories. People like a bit of schmaltz, you know. They like it. It goes well. And also getting advice and, and people tell me what restaurants I should go to see because that's going to be your next question. Which is the best restaurant in Jerusalem? And I'm ready for that one because everyone's got a different opinion and everyone's offering it. So overall, it's just a big picture of um, you know people saying, uh, giving me compliments about what I do. Yeah, that's great. So I mean, yeah, you already predicted the next question, but we'll make it a little bit more specific. Uh, you, I mean, actually, you could give a few best restaurants in Jerusalem, and just tell us. You know, a lot of our listeners are traveling or live in Israel, and so the restaurants change all the time and it's important to keep up with where where should I go because a lot of the restaurants that maybe our listeners are used to either are not there anymore or there are new good ones that they just don't know about so what would you say are the best restaurants in Jerusalem and also just throughout Israel if there are any good restaurants in Tel Aviv that you're that you're a fan of or anything like that just just give us some of your favorites and tell us why okay um um dairy or or meat restaurants or both We'll go, we'll go both, but let's let's go dairy first and then meat. Okay. So um, there's a dairy one um, on Jaffa Street called Café Leon. It's quite elegant. And you feel like you're overseas because the train's going by and there's a lot of people. It's near the market. So you feel like you're in the middle of life there. Then there's a one called uh, Nadi, Café Nadi in Elon Street. That's a very healthy breakfast, interesting breakfast. And... Um, just walking in the, in the market and having some barakas or something simple like there with a coffee is, can also be very nice. The bakery called Balti Pan, I go there quite often. And um, do you know it? On, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, they've just opened a new store across the road because they're doing very well. And people, lo- I personally find it too sweet, but people love their rogalas. Have you ever had their rogalas? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely been a famous thing for a long time. I've, I've, yeah. When I was in Israel for the year, we, we had that all the time, so. Yeah, so that's something. Yeah, and for you, um, what about the sweetness of it? Is that an issue or not? Because we were discussing it today. Is it too sweet? Because they put a paintbrush of sugared water on top. Yeah, so I, I think it's a little too sweet. I mean, if but it could also kind of be addicting. I would say if you start, if you start, but at the beginning, like I haven't had that in in like seven years, probably. So if I were to to get one now, maybe it would be too sweet. But then, like once you get into it, I think becomes a yeah. thing. I think they do the paintbrush of sugar on a lot of things. A lot That's of right. uh, pizza. They do. It's true. And and now moving on to meat, I really like Crave. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, I have, yeah. Yeah. So That's, they have, have not been there. Right. They do the delicious meat sandwiches. They have a fantastic hamburger called the Mindel Burger. Um, but this is very American. You probably can get that in America. It's probably you're looking for things which are more Israeli, which is like Yehudit and Sima, all these restaurants, Chatzot all these Middle Eastern-style restaurants that do the meat on the skewers, the kebab in a pita, that kind of thing. Um, they, they're quite well. They, they're doing quite well. And there's a new place called Mojo, which just opened about two months ago. Um, closure Pepperoni Pizza. Is that something you've had in America once? Or you've seen it? I've definitely seen it. Um, right. I was. I think I've had it. I was not such a fan. Okay. I, I did not... I'm not sure what our listeners think, but I personally was not such a fan. Right. So for me... It was very special. Also very popular here is um, the American-style restaurants are doing what's called Fakin. Um, if you're, yeah, and that's quite popular yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, 
but but otherwise, um, if you're going to go back to the more um, modern modern Israeli food, there's uh, two places. One called Akka, uh, which they do a shawarma, Turkish style, and they put in a lot of things. They have uh, powder yogurt, and they put in pistachios, and it's with the veal. It's delicious. And mm-hmm. there's also um, a new place called Mitzle, which has been around for about a year, where they also have a very special rotisserie and the meats and smells and music. It's a very loud place, but it, you go there also for the atmosphere. So there's a lot happening in Jerusalem. And as you said, there's, it's always changing. There's places closing, places opening. But overall, uh, the, the restaurant business now in Jerusalem is booming. It's really going well. Yeah, that's great. And so I have another good friend uh, whose name is Menachem Losev, and he is a big fan of Just Meat. Are you also a fan of the restaurant Just Meat? Or uh, yeah, I've been, I've been a few times. And I enjoyed it very much. And they were quite generous with the meat. In fact, you can even pay a little extra and get more meat in their sandwiches. Um, it was like a toast kind of thing. And they do a few different kinds of meat sandwiches, but um, uh, it certainly is delicious. They have two branches, one in the center of town of Hillel Street and one in in the in the uh, mall, so uh, definitely worthwhile and definitely delicious. You know. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And so, but I think you need a salad. Do you, would you agree with me that when you have a sandwich with a lot of meat, you need a side salad to go with it? Would you? I think that's balances out. I, mean, I would say you need something to go with it. You know, you don't want just the sandwich. Definitely something. Right. But a lot of people like fries with their with their, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I even I I had another post here where you were, Shimshon is in the middle of shawarma drama. Is this shawarma sutra? Why won't they give me fries on my shawarma? So I was wondering if you know that in America they really they really don't give the fries. Um, oh. It's almost like always something you have to pay for. So it's oh. always a treat for people when we go to Israel, and they usually they usually do give. Yeah, but, but clearly there was a situation there, and so you keep mentioning you know that this part of your life is an adventure, right? Right. Um, so I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that they work their full-time job and it's, it's a bit draining, you know, working 40 to however, 60 hours, 80 hours a week could be, could be draining. And (laughs) then it's something that maybe it's a field they enjoy, but it's, it's hard to like really, uh, maybe it's not their passion. You know, a lot of people maybe work in a field that's not their passion. And so what advice would you give to someone who maybe was working full time, but was, was missing kind of that passion? Like how do they achieve the adventure that you've achieved? Okay. Uh, uh, it's a very good question. And I think, um, just go out there and start posting about food or something that you enjoy and in, in groups, it's better in groups. Cause this way, like you said, Elon, Elon's group is amazing. Uh, he's got more than 85,000 members. And you just feel like you're part of a community when you're there. So go out there and post and see what people, how people react. Um, it, it becomes an adventure, and you, and maybe even best possibly join another Facebook group that interests you. So um, it's basically trying to get out of your routine. I know exactly what you're talking about. We're working hard. We're in a routine. We're looking for a bit of an escape. We're looking for something different, and that's where Facebook. And I've done Instagram as well. Instagram hasn't succeeded as much as Facebook. Facebook, they get to the same post, maybe a few, a few hundred likes and comments, whereas Instagram, it's like 20 or 30. Have you found the same with Instagram bigger for you? Uh, I've used primarily Instagram, and I think it's maybe a, a generational thing. That's not good. But um, a lot of my fans or people who follow me are in their 20s and 30s, surprisingly enough. And uh, so, 
It's interesting, but, but we're actually gonna gonna start cross posting all the but, Instagram content onto Facebook as well and see how that goes. Just set that up so hopefully that will increase engagement as well. One other thing I want to add is um, what I started doing, or I did from the beginning, is I've probably got a few thousand photos of selfies. Um, when people meet me in the street and I say, hi, Ship, should I say, do you want a selfie? And sometimes they ask for it first. So they, they, they say, I've got a friend that follows you. I've got to do a selfie and send it to my wife or my friend or whatever. So I, I've got along with that and I've got a few, maybe 2,000 photos of people that I've, I, and I, I put them in comments sometimes in my posts so people can, and they love it. Um, so I'm kind of giving people a bit of the fame back and they love it. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that, you know, whenever you see a celebrity, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind is, oh, can I get a selfie? And so it's, it's definitely nice when you're offering people that and just sharing, you know, all of this is, is about like sharing and and making people's lives better and making people happier and so if you're able to do that with food or or selfies or comments or whatever it is then then why not yeah so i'm, I'm doing it i'm um, quite often i'm meeting people and i put so basically in, in the comments of a lot of my in my groups i put their picture in the comments and uh, they appreciate it and they take each other and it becomes a continuing kind of chain of events and people love it so it's great and we're playing Jewish geography where someone knows somebody who knows me, and then they I know them, and it's it's great. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So uh, that's great. Is there anything? Really, you what you're saying that mm-hmm. food is really a breach. It's an excuse to talk to people and break the ice. And then we can talk about other things in their personal life as well. So you know, um, but I've got to say something which I don't always practice what uh, preach. Practice what I preach. Um, eating moderation. Eating moderation. Yeah. We're all kind of overdoing it, I think, including me. Oh, okay. I mean, that's you know, that's what can you do if you're if you're eating at restaurants all, all the time? Then it's it's tough. How many times a week do you actually go out to eat? Oh, okay. Well, it could be a small thing like just going downstairs to buy a salad or or a poke bowl or something like that, or it could be a, a sit down meal. So, and even when we have a, like a party or something, a birthday party, or I'm invited to a bar or a wedding, and I take photos or whatever. And so it could be five to, five to ten times a week that I'm photographing food and reporting it, you know. But some of those things, are like a kiddish in shul or something like that, as well. I don't photograph you, on you, Shabbat, but I try to get there minutes before Shabbat and take some photos. I know what's going to be on. I don't know if you saw the one, um, someone in our shul. He had a Tunisian kiddish. I don't know if you saw that one. So I was there before Shabbat to take photos of that. Do you cook at all? I do. I do some cooking. Um, Fairly straightforward food, but I, I do a very good um, shepherd's pie. Do you call it shepherd's pie or cottage cottage pie over there in America? It's I think shepherd sh- shepherd yeah. pie, like the meat the meat yeah. inside the. That's, yeah. that, people like that, and I, I do a good roast beef, and I do a good um, uh, leg of lamb. So I do a few those things. I do used to do nice. chulips. I used to go to do chulip, but I don't know. For me, I've been a little bit turned off by chulip. Maybe in a cold winter, chulip is good. But during summer, children's not the best, I think. Yeah, definitely. I definitely hear that. Uh, is there anything that you would change about the adventure? Like, is there anything the way people react or the way... Is there anything about it that you would change? Well, okay. um, basically, every day I'm getting up and I'm seeing what's going what's gonna to happen out there, what are the responses. And people like you, for example, even this event, because you've seen me around, you contacted me and wanted to have this podcast. 
And I just, I'm open to the adventure. I'm excited about it, you know? And one of the people is just say 500 or 1,000 people see this. One of them will contact me about something else. So he'll be visiting Jerusalem and say, hi, Shipchan. I saw that podcast. I want to see that restaurant that you recommended. So it's just like a continuing process. Uh, whether I would change something specific, uh, not sure that it's going quite, it's going, I'm just letting it go the way it goes. It's going quite nicely. Once again, a brief message from our sponsor, OKClarity.com. The Mopod is sponsored by OKClarity.com. OKClarity.com is a great place for any of you to find a top-notch therapist, psychiatrist, coach, or nutritionist, and it's completely free for you to use. If you're a wellness professional, definitely check out OKClarity.com and consider joining their directory. Their team is amazing and professionals receive referrals effortlessly. If you have WhatsApp, shoot them a message at 917-426-1495. Again, that's 917-426-1495. Back to the Mopod. You know, I tried. There's always something a little bit angry, you know. And there's also a few of these guys who are just doing kind of comments just to get attention when you know that they don't really think like that as well. So it's kind of a balancing of balancing it the whole time, you know. Okay, very nice. So we're going to move on to a segment we do here called the Mopod Lightning Round, where I'm just going to ask you some quick questions and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Okay. Also, I just want to know if I could ask you about your restaurant experiences where you live. Is, is that also an option? Because I'm curious to hear about your recommendation thoughts as well. Oh, yeah, sure. So before we dive into the Lightning Round, then I'll just tell you, well, I mean, I am from Long Island. I'm right. from, have, you been to, have you been to New York? I've been to New York about five times, and um, I've been to a few restaurants there, but I haven't been for about 10 years, so I'm planning to go back later this year, maybe. Okay, great. And so I'll tell you just in the five towns, which is where I'm from, right. um, there are a lot of coach restaurants, and I would say the best overall one, in right. my opinion, would be like when you're accounting for price and everything would be Chosen Island, which is a Chinese restaurant, but it's just it's just very good. It's not your classic Chinese restaurant, and it's been around forever. And then the fanciest restaurant we have here is called Doma, which is like steak and, and you know, like a steakhouse basically, which is also very good, but has to be for more of a, a special occasion. And for fast food around here, I, I like a place called Carlos and Gabby's, which okay. is is like Mexican, but also just like, you know, different burgers and chicken sandwiches. They actually have a, a bread team in Florida. A yeah, they do. I, yeah, I do. They, they used to, I think it might've closed, but I, I think here is, is definitely better. Oh, okay. Florida one. Also uh, then I would, yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cause I was in Florida three years ago and I went to a lot of restaurants there as well. But, uh, okay. That's interesting. I'll have to get to the five towns then. It sounds like there's a lot going on. Yeah, for sure. And then in this in Manhattan, um, I also live in Manhattan. I I really like La Marais. That's what I was is... going to mention. I was going to mention that I've been there a few times. Um, yeah, I th- I think La Marais is great, and I think that it's also not too pricey. That right. it has to be for some crazy special occasion. I think that they have a lunch special now that is twenty five dollars for, I think, a burger and fries. This is the last time I checked, and compared to other prices around here, it's definitely affordable. Wow, that sounds great. But what, what, one of my, my best friends, he went to La Marais, I think last year, and something was strange that he got a beautiful steak, he got everything great, but he will, there was no fork and knife. And so he was just waiting till they brought him a fork and knife. I personally would be more Israeli. I'd just go to the next table and take the fork and knife, you know? 
But yeah, uh, I've never had that experience, but I, I think I would do what you did also. Yeah. But I, I like La Marea. I've been there a few times. I love it. And uh, and what about, what's your take on the, the place, Bernie's Temple, called Mendy's? Have you been there? Oh, yeah. So, Mendy's, I've, I've had takeout from there. It, it's good. I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, it's pretty simple, um, just like deli. So I don't usually do that so often, but but yeah, it's 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 good. So I had some nice experiences there with other people. Very selfish, and they said it's it's lower than what we want to eat. We want to enjoy our meal. That's just very simple. But I personally liked it. Okay, that's great. Nice to know that. Thanks for that. Yes, for sure. Okay, so moving on to the Mopod Lightning round again. I'm just gonna fire off some quick questions, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. What is your favorite Facebook group? Uh, Secret Jerusalem. Okay. If someone named a food after you, what would it be? I would say uh, I'd like to have a Shimshon burger. Okay. How often do you see a cactus? These are there everywhere, so I would say every day. Oh, wow. Okay. How many days a year does it rain in Israel? I would say about uh, five months a year. Five months. So what's that? That's 150, wait, 150 days. Okay. Uh, what is the best part about being Shimshon Lishinsky? Uh The best part is that I uh, I can smile and contact, interact with new people who I haven't met before. Like I was at a Friday night dinner where I didn't know anyone at the table. And after about an hour or two, we knew a bit about each other. We were joking, we were smiling. So I think that I have a talent of breaking the ice with people. That's good. But I'm also generally interested in what the other people are doing. Like, it really interests me, the restaurants you recommended. And I, for example, noticed that all the rest- restaurants you recommended were, were sorry, uh, meat restaurants. You didn't mention yeah. dairy ones. And that got me wondering why that's the case. So, you know, but I'm generally interested in people that smiling and breaking ice. Maybe before we go, just explain to you why you didn't recommend any dairy restaurants. Yeah, I, I just don't think the dairy restaurants in New York are so great. Um, okay. It probably doesn't justify the time or money, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they're better in other places. I mean, I also am not. I'm. I just like meat more than dairy, and Me so I think definitely part well, of the same page. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Thank you, Shimshon, for coming on the Mopod. Anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off? Um, yeah. Uh, just to mention, also, uh, great kosher restaurants with Elan Kornblum. That's an amazing um, group. A, very, a few times a week. American tourists going through the market or whatever, see me and say hi. Um, so I really I love that group very much as well. And um, um, but, uh, just everyone keeps smiling and be happy and enjoy life and, and try to avoid the conflicts with people. Sometimes there's always people, troublemakers, whatever. I try to reduce the tension as much as possible and enjoy life as, and make try to make other people happy. Part of my job, uh, one of the reasons I do this is to make other people happy and I'm succeeding with that. So and then you're also succeeding in your in your podcast. You're also making people happy. Yes, that's the goal. Thanks again. Pump volume.